Access granted. Patient zero has been identified. Patient zero has been identified. Listeners who didn't wish to hear about such things should turn off their radios. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You are now tuned in to another live show of Mixture of Variety. I'm your host, Patient Zero. Give it up one time. Give it up one time. This is another live broadcast of the hottest podcast across the land, the hottest podcast on Podbean. And of course, if you didn't know, you better ask somebody, the hottest podcast in the entire universe. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. That's how we do. That's how we roll. And we are not stopping because we are unstoppable. Shouts to the people in the room. Diggs, what up, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, everybody? How is everybody this fine Wednesday evening? It is hump day. Like I say every week, I hope that there was some humping involved or some humping going on at some point of the day. And if not, you still have three hours, at least on the West, on the East Coast. I almost said West Coast. West Coast, you have six hours left. But speaking of time zones, we actually go live, 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 live. Monday through Friday. That's right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Live shows, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Don't miss it. Do not miss it. <clears throat> Sorry I missed the last two days. Diggs, listen, it's all good, brother. It's all good. Like I said, I don't, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I don't expect everybody to catch all the shows. But if you do miss the live show, you can always go back and listen to the, to the pre-recorded or recorded shows uh, on Podbean. And if you follow me, you'll also know when I go live and what the topic is for that night. And... In addition to that, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know what the topic is before we even drop it. And you could follow me on Twitter at Mixture Variety. That's without the of at Mixture Variety. And also, why not add me to Instagram? Why not? It's a shit show over at Instagram in a good way. At Mixture of Variety at Instagram. We have pictures. We got these crazy fucking pictures. And we got, you know, we're always just like causing a mess over there. And uh, you get to see what we look like. If you want to just harass us, you know, it is what it is. Just add me. Add us. And unfortunately, Nikki P is not with me today. But I do have a co-host with me half of the week. Uh, She is my co-host, my special guest, Thursdays and Fridays, for the most part. Sometimes she'll jump on another day. But for the most part, Thursdays and Fridays. And uh, which means... That she will be back tomorrow. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. She will be back tomorrow. And we will actually be talking about stories and experiences in a halfway house. And I'm kind of going to throw in rehab in that also. Um, So that's going to be, you know, if you guys were ever curious. And if you weren't curious, 
you know, who cares? Listen anyway. You might be curious. And hopefully you never have to experience that. <laughs> so, but with that being said, the show is called Mixture of Variety, if you didn't know. If you're tuning in for the 18th time or the first time, it is called Mixture of Variety. It is a mixture of ideas and a variety of topics, which equals Mixture of Variety. And some of the topics that we do talk about, and this is just a short list, otherwise I'd be here an entire podcast explaining what we talk about. But we talk about mental illness, mental health, medications, addiction, sobriety, recovery, experiences in a halfway house, like I just said. LGBT life, shouts to my LGBT people. Pride week is coming up. A few more days. Honestly, I think you guys should get Instagram just to peep the flyer that I made (laughs) for Pride Month. Just for that reason alone. Then you can unfollow me. Relationships, sex. We did a hardcore sex game show last week. And we love to talk about sex on this show. Gay and straight. It's a fucking blast. And I feel like the participation in the chat room was actually lit during those shows at all times. Current events and news. We haven't really done that in a while. But um, now that there's more current events and news that is just not COVID-19 only related um we might talk about that a little bit maybe even tomorrow with nikki p we might break down some uh, current events what's happening in the world because there's definitely some crazy racist bullshit murdering cops going on and there's some other shit there's just so much shit which i'm happy in a sense that there's other news besides coronavirus Poetry. We have not done a poetry show yet, but I always say poetry because I know it's going to happen and I'm waiting on somebody. But if it doesn't happen with that one person, I might just have to do some myself. It's probably not going to be a whole segment if I do it just by myself, but I'm waiting for actually she's my best friend uh, to jump on with me. And she is an amazing poet. And hopefully one day we will be able to do that. Hip hop music, hip hop Mondays, hashtag hip hop Mondays. Uh, Mondays are dedicated to hip hop music and my, you know, shouts to my hip hop heads. Shouts to the people that come in and actually talk in the chat room and actually know what they're talking about um, and really know hip hop like that, you know. And we also do talk about rap, which is like a sub genre of hip hop, but hip hop is the whole culture and everything related to it. And uh, we talk about hip hop news and hip hop related anything you know i i think we've been doing news a lot so maybe maybe this monday we'll break it down and do a list of something you know top 10 mcs top 50 groups top 20 groups you know something like that we haven't done a list like that in a while and last time was cool when we did that about a month ago because somebody called in and we we just bounced ideas back and forth of who's you know who likes this person who likes that person and it was just a random person that called up in the chat room and we had a blast. We had a good conversation for like 30 minutes of just hip hop. So that's dedicated. That's Mondays, just so you guys know. That's always Monday. So if you are a hip hop fan, tune in Mondays for sure. That that day is locked in. That day is dedicated to hip hop. Conspiracy theories. We did talk about aliens and UFOs and all that shit a couple weeks ago. And we are gonna get into some other ones too. But you know, just every once in a while. We don't talk about it too often. Uh, DBT, dialectical behavioral therapy. It's just a part and just some skills of what we're talking about today. The bigger picture of what we're talking about today is mindfulness. Mindfulness, mindfulness, mindfulness. Mindfulness is key, and we are going to talk about that tonight. And also, of course, random topics. Uh, You know, sometimes we just get all over the place. Thursday is kind of a grab bag day. You just never know what we're going to talk about. And then uh, Monday's hip hop, like I said, Tuesday, Wednesday are more involved, you know, intellectual, thought provoking, educational experience, you know, stuff like that type of shows. And then Friday, we just wild out. Um, But above all, ladies and gentlemen, above all, positive energy and laughs. That's what that's what it's about. Positive energy and laughs and participation is definitely encouraged in the chat room. If you do catch it live, and if you don't catch it live, it's all good. If you're listening to me right now and it's a recorded show, maybe you're listening on Podbean, maybe not. All you have to do is search Mixture of Variety on the Beaker app on Radio Public, 
Anchor, Stitcher, TuneIn app, Spotify, Google Podcasts. That's right. We're global. We're all, we are all over the place. So just search and you will find us. And before we go any further, first thing I got to say are these are just my thoughts, views, and opinions only. My thoughts, views, and opinions only. And sometimes experience, strength, and hope on top of that. I am in no way a professional. Okay? I am in no way a professional. And on top of that, I got a quick disclaimer for you motherfuckers. Disclaimer, if you are hypersensitive or get butt hurt easy, this podcast is definitely not for you. Sick and twisted dark humor, vulgar uncensored language, and politically incorrect conversations are just some of the things, and fun, you'll hear on Mixture of Variety. So listen, discretion is advised. Oh, thank you, thank you. All right, awesome. Got an energetic audience tonight. That's awesome. That's good to hear. They clap when I say listener discretion advised. All right. Everybody is excited and ready to go. And that's what I like to see. That's what I like to see. Well, kind of see. I can barely see right now. Um, I got sun poisoning over Memorial Day weekend, and my face is completely swollen, and my eyes are almost completely shut. So I just wanted to throw that in there because I said see, and I had to put those two things together. But you know it's not stopping me from doing a podcast, even though I can't see anything. And my whole face is like a fucking marshmallow. All right. But anyway, speaking of not being able to see. Oh, shit, ladies and gentlemen, we have some breaking news, some breaking news. And that breaking news is a segment that we like to call many, many, many holidays, 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 holidays. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, because every day is a holiday. So let's get it popping. Let's get it started. Let's get it cracking. And once again... I never check these ahead of time. I mean, what, what fun would that be? You know what I mean? Like, that will be fucking retarded. So, <coughs> excuse me. Grab some tea real quick before I do this. Got some nice black tea tonight. Because you guys are really curious about what I'm drinking. All right. So, yeah, I never look at these. And the thing is, is that sometimes I should look at these because uh, the list goes on and on. And on. And before we know it, it's like 9.35 and we're finishing up with many holidays. And Nikki P's like, oh, shit, we should probably start the show. So I'm definitely not trying to do that. I try to keep the segments um, 10 minutes and then many holidays, 10 minutes. And then the rest of the show, we talk about what we're actually talking about. Which to me is really great because... Um, there's a lot of podcasts that you know out there that are like once a week, you know, like one day a week, or they have shows that are like 30 minutes. Some of them have shows that are like 20 minutes. It's like, what are you doing? Thanks, bro. Girl, bye. So, anyway, that's right. Not only are we five days a week. We do a full hour show. <laughs> okay. So let's get into it. It is Wednesday, like I said, and it is May 27th. May 27th is cellophane tape day. That's right. I just had to get silent there for a second because I didn't know what to say. Cellophane tape day uh i hope you tape a lot of things together today tape things to the wall tape pieces of paper and celebrate cellophane tape day and speaking of cellophane tape day it is also national grape popsicle day National Grape Popsicle Day. So not only just Popsicle Day, 
They couldn't just do that. They probably have to separate each flavor. National Grape Popsicle Day. So try to get some before the day is through. Okay, it's National Gray Day. National Gray Day. Um, I don't know. It's showing like a CAT scan. A CAT scan brain. I mean, I wish I had more information. Like, I don't feel like clicking on learn more because then it's going to take me somewhere else. And then I just don't want to go there. And really, I'm sure you guys don't care what that is either. I don't think Sinister the Dark Priest knows or cares what National Gray Day is. But it is what it is because we're going to keep it moving. National Senior Health and Fitness Day. All right, that's cool. That's a good one. I have a feeling that there's probably no seniors listening to the show. However... It is National Senior Health and Fitness Day. So make sure you seniors out there, you know what I mean? Get your fitness in. It is also hump day, so you can take, you know, take off your metal hip and put it to the side and go to town and take some blood pressure medicine and you will be ready for National Senior Health and Fitness Day. Nothing to fear day. Nothing to fear. If that's not the best way of living, I don't know what is. I think it took me a long time. It took me a long period of time in my life to, uh, you know, where I did have like a lot to fear. But if you really break it down and you're only taking care of yourself and dealing with yourself. And maybe you trust the higher power. I'm not even going to say God. I'm not going to get into all that. But because I'm in recovery from an you know, addiction, uh, I did find a higher power, something above myself, a universe, whatever. So maybe I can say that's the only thing I fear. But overall, nothing to fear day. So today is the day. Today is the day, basically. I mean, it's nighttime right now on the East Coast. But nothing to fear day. Like, today would be the day to go to, like, jump out of a plane. That would be perfect. Actually, for National Senior Health and Fitness Day, the seniors could go up on a plane and they could jump out of the plane and land in their casket. You know what I'm saying? Like, they could just float onto their casket after they have a heart attack uh speaking of old people getting heart attacks jumping out of a plane it is old time player piano day you got that ladies and gentlemen it is old time player (laughs) piano day (laughs) i swear to god i can't say these without laughing sometimes because it's like they just put words together and, and just call it a day i don't i mean like what do you what do you say to that well, I don't know what to say to that. Old time player piano day. It's showing a picture of a really, really, really old school piano, like the first one that's ever invented. Um, I don't know. It's actually kind of cool looking. It's definitely like very antique-ish. What? But that's what it is. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Ah, this is fucking hilarious, and I wish... Hold on one second. I had to sip my tea for that one, because this is probably... This is pretty fucking hilarious. (laughs) I wish Nikki P was here with me today. Uh, Diggs, I know you probably heard me just talk about that I have uh, an entire swollen face, and I can barely see because I have sun poisoning. It's official. It's official. Sun poisoning. Today is sunscreen protection day. Sunscreen protection day. That is fucking hilarious. I got to screenshot that real quick. Take a little screenshot. All right. We are good to go. Send that to all my friends and family. 
You need to see that one on Friday. Yes. You know what? Actually, it was all weekend, but actually, to me, it started Saturday. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we had nice weather all three of those days in New York. And we're not even like, you know, we're not used to it yet. Like, it's just starting up to, to be like the 70s and sunny. Like, we're not used to it. So everybody and their mom was outside. And I was outside the entire day Saturday, the entire day Sunday, and half of Monday. And I knew I got sunburn because I didn't use anything. But I didn't realize that it was as bad as it was until my forehead started protruding over my eyebrows. And it was a red, like a dark red that I've never seen. And, like, the heat was coming off and... <laughs> You know, melting things in front of me, and I was just like, "Hmm, this might be a problem. This might be a problem." But it's sunscreen protection protection day today, so I really hope people. You know, I, I mean, I learned my lesson. I definitely learned my lesson. I have not gotten sun poisoning since I lived in Florida like a decade ago. Um. So everybody use their sunscreen. Lastly, it is World Product Day. It is World Product Day. Girl, bye. World Product Day. I mean, any guesses? I don't know. It is observed on the 27th. I'm really curious to click this. World Product Day. I don't know why it's showing like a fucking bingo card. I'm not sure, but either way, ladies and gentlemen, that segment is completed. Many holidays. That was many holidays, ladies and gentlemen. Many holidays. All right. I'm glad that you still have energy and thank you for standing. I appreciate that. You didn't have to go all out, but I appreciate standing and clapping. <laughs> all right. Once again, I don't mean to cough like that. If you guys didn't know, I've been sick for about five weeks now. So now I'm sick with a cough that doesn't go away and I have a swollen marshmallow head. I can't see. I'm just, this is, you know, I'm winning. I am winning this past month. I am winning. June will be better. June will be better. June is Pride Month. Oh, shit. I can't believe there's no Pride Parade, but I'm not going to talk about that now. What day is that? What, what the fuck day is that? June 1st. I'm definitely doing a Pride show. What does this say here? What is happening? Okay, I don't know when that is. Whenever June 1st is, it's coming up. We'll do a prize show. And once again, follow me on Instagram to uh, see the most epic flyer for a podcast you'll ever see in your life. And I'm assuming, because I'm going to tag and hashtag everything on the planet, I'm assuming that it's going to get reported in 15 minutes. I'm going to take bets to see when it's going to get reported. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it doesn't. But anyway, I'm doing exactly the opposite of mindfulness right now. I'm projecting and talking about the future, and the future did not even exist yet. And that is not the way to live, ladies and gentlemen. Because today, it's all about staying present. And yes, I even did hashtag that. Stay present. Mindfulness is key. Okay, so before I even start this, I have to say that mindfulness, I mean, like I say all the time, every topic that we talk about is close to my heart, even if it's like some random, crazy, fucked up, you know, game show bullshit, whatever it is. If it's something that's going to, you know, bring me joy and I think it's going to bring other people joy. And it's going to be fun. Obviously, all that is close to my heart as well. When I do the... And then hip-hop is just a huge part of me, so I do hip-hop on Mondays. When I do these types of shows, either mental health, addiction, sobriety, mindfulness, etc., etc. This is all really close to my heart. And this, honestly, 
to break it down is the real reason why I wanted to start doing a podcast 100%. The fun stuff that comes with it is just an added bonus, especially because we're doing it five days a week. Uh, we started the show, you know, also like like several other people just doing a Friday night show only. And then the pandemic hit and we were like, or I was like, I'm not going to say we were. I was like, why the fuck are we just doing a show once a week on Fridays? Like we have all this time now. Everybody's on lockdown, quarantine, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm just used to it. So it's just part of my routine and I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep it up. But anyway, okay. I, I go off on a tangent so quickly. I digress. When I do these types of shows, this is the reason why I do the podcast because I feel like I feel like somehow, some way, I'm reaching somebody that needed to hear my message. And honestly, if if you really break it down, it's not even my message. I definitely feel like whatever I'm speaking, especially especially like on these type of topics, whatever I'm saying or speaking, I do feel like is coming from some type of higher power, like my higher power, um, helping me out anyway to say the right words um, and whatever, because I do feel like I'm reaching people that need to hear this. And even though it's a new podcast, and even though I, you know, I don't have many Podbean followers, um, and even though I am just overall new to the game, you never fucking know who you're gonna reach. You just never know. So maybe not directly in the live show. Sometimes it is in the live show. It's been happening the last couple of weeks. It's been definitely fucking happening, and it's a beautiful thing. That I can help people live like that. But at the same time, everything is getting recorded. So my voice right now is getting recorded. And what I'm going to be saying in the next 30 minutes is going to be recorded. And hopefully somebody will click and say, oh, mindfulness is key. I'm just learning about mindfulness or whatever. And here's something, anything that helps them out for that day. And maybe they tell another person. And then maybe they tell the person about the show. I mean, that's just how it works. So, with that being said, I have to first say that I just talked about a higher power. And I promise this will be the last that I, that I talk about a higher power. But the reason why I bring up higher power is because when I got into recovery from addiction for the first time, my first rehab ever and first AA and first NA meetings ever. And then after a month went to my first and only, I could say, thank God, halfway house for six months. Um, I'm sorry, for nine months. During that process was the first time in my life that I found and even had the idea of the possibility of a higher power. What do I mean by that? Okay, well, I can briefly say something before we get into this. When I was young, I was brought up Jewish. My dad was Jewish. My mom was Christian. They got a divorce. My mom married a Mormon. So in my head, around high school, 14, 15, 16 years old, I was like, okay, cool. I'm done with religion. Religion is too confusing. There's too many of them. Uh, they all think that they're better than the other. And I want absolutely no interest in religion. Okay, so that's, that stopped at an early age. However, in my mind, I could not differentiate the difference between religion and God or religion and a higher power, religion and a spiritual, religion and spirituality, basically. I couldn't differentiate religion and spirituality. To me, it was together. It was one thing. So I lost connection with 
anything. I lost connection with religion. I lost connection with God. I lost connection with the spiritual, you know, entity. I lost connection with the universe. I lost connection with spirituality altogether. And you would think, okay, that makes sense because then I, I dived right into the world of drugs and alcohol and became addicted to both and kept using harder and harder drugs. And my life was out of, out of control, completely out of control until I got to recovery. And then I learned that they're two different things. So from, you know, 15 to like 30, basically, it's a long fucking time, 15 years, half of my life at that time. No spirituality at all. And on top of that, no religion. The funny part about that actually is that if I ever got into a horrific, traumatic place in my life where I could, you know, it, it was over for me or, or for whatever it was happening, I would always still say, you know, God help me. Like that would just come out. Even though I had no connection with God, I still really had the connection with God because it's like they say you lose connection with the higher power, but that higher power never loses connection with you. So anyway, when I got into recovery and I was able to differentiate the two and I did find my higher power and since that time has been, you know, I have been overall a lot more spiritual than ever before. And I'm happy to say that and it's helped me out a lot in life. The same way that that happened is the same way that I found mindfulness. So mindfulness, I found later on in life, mindfulness, I found just like spirituality. When I got into recovery, mindfulness, I found when I got into my first mental health outpatient program, when I got to my first mental health outpatient program, it was based on DBT, dialectical behavioral therapy, and I got hooked. I loved it. I love the idea that I have all these fears. I have all these fears. I have so much anxiety. I have depression all the time. I have fear of the unknown. I have this and this going on in my life. Like what's going to happen? I always project the future. I always think what is going to happen and it didn't even happen yet. And then if, if my depression is coming from the past, so I just dwell on the past. The only place that I wasn't, I was always projecting in the future and I was always being depressed about thinking of the past. The only place that I wasn't was the here and now, the present. Hashtag stay present. Now, I just think it's so important because the hour that I do this podcast, I'm practicing mindfulness the entire time, no matter what the topic is, because I am forced to stay in the moment. People are listening to me live. People are listening to the recorded show. I'm I'm recording the show as I'm going on, you know, and I have a certain like, you know, technique of what I want to do and what I want to say. I'm forced to stay in the moment. I'm not thinking about, you know, I'm not doing the podcast thinking about bills or a, a past relationship or fucking, you know, what's what's going to happen tomorrow or what's going to happen for the weekend or my swollen marshmallow face. Actually, I'm kind of thinking about that as well because that's in the moment as well but my point is i never felt like i was actually living in the present i never felt like i was so now yeah i practice it for an hour on the podcast but my goal is to practice as much as i can during the day now i also heard in one of my programs, it's totally okay to plan for the future. I'm not an idiot. Of course, I'm going to plan for the future. I'm not going to just, you know, not food shop and because I'm not worrying about a couple days and then be like, oh, shit, I have no food. So plan for the future. That's totally cool. But project the future is exactly what you don't want to do. Because projecting the future, all that's going to do is cause anxiety 
It's going to cause severe fear of the unknown and complete wasted energy because that wasted energy comes from the moment that you should be living in. You're not there mentally. You're in a different place. You're worrying. You're thinking about this. You're thinking about that. Okay. So easier said than done, right? Definitely easier said than done. However, when I was in that program, that mental health program, and we started learning about DBT, I was like, yeah, this is this is what I need to know. This is what I need in my life. Now, DBT is separate. Um, it's a part of mindfulness, but we're not going to actually get into DBT tonight. But we are going to talk about mindfulness and mindfulness meditation. We're not going to actually do a meditation. I'm going to talk about meditation and you guys can, you know, look up your own meditation on YouTube or there's other certain meditations. A lot of people think meditation is just, you know, sitting with your legs crossed and with the ohm signal or, or uh, whatever figure on your hands. And you're focusing on your breathing, but, you know, like you can't focus on any other thoughts. It's different than that. And there's definitely different ways and different techniques of meditation. So first of all, what is mindfulness for people that don't know? What is mindfulness? Mindfulness is a type of meditation in which you focus on being intensely aware of what you're sensing and feeling in the moment without interpretation or judgment. Practicing mindfulness involves breathing methods, breathing methods, guided imagery, and other practices to relax the body and mind and help reduce stress. Okay. So there's a lot that goes into it. There's definitely a lot to goes in, that goes into it, and it is a practice. It is a practice, and this is just a basic, basic, uh, you know, reading and discussion about it because there's a lot involved. Now, this is what I was just talking about. Spending too much time planning, problem solving, daydreaming, or thinking negative or random thoughts can be draining. It absolutely drains the energy out of you. It can also make you more likely to experience stress, anxiety, and symptoms of depression. Practicing mindfulness exercises can help you direct your attention away from this kind of thinking and engage with the world around you. What I've noticed practicing mindfulness is that I feel more alive. I feel like I am one with the world. I feel like I'm going mentally at the same speed as the universe is. And I feel like I'm living life in a more satisfying way because I'm in the moment. For example, if I'm going for a walk, no, I'm sorry. If I'm going for a drive, right, going for a drive and it's a 10 minute drive. And within that 10 minute drive, I just thought about all the bills I have to pay. I hope my car doesn't break down. Why is my girlfriend so mad at me? I hope my dad's not still sick. I hope the you know pandemic eases up for a little bit, a little bit uh, sooner than later, et cetera, et cetera. You get the point. So all these thoughts are going into your head, right? 
Now, I mean, we're we're humans, right? So we're gonna have these thoughts. You're not gonna like get rid of the thoughts, but at the same time, the, the training of mindfulness comes from being in the moment and and holding off with those thoughts, basically. That was a horrible way to say it, but you get my point. What I'm trying to say is, if you're staying in the moment when you're driving 10 minutes down the road, and you feel the soft seat that you're in, you smell the air freshener that you just put in, and you're just focusing on the air freshener. Wow, that's a nice smell. I like that. My car smells so good. You're driving by, and you see... You're noticing birds. You're noticing trees that you never, you know, noticed before. You're noticing maybe a building that you pass by a million times and you never noticed before. A sign. You're just you're noticing these things. You're just paying attention and noticing and noticing and being in the moment. Being in the moment. You're hearing your car. You're hearing other cars. Maybe you hear you know traffic noises. Whatever it is, you're basically in the moment and you're living just for that moment and it's a total different 10 minute drive it's a total different 10 minute drive so that's kind of what training your mind for mindfulness is about and the best thing about it is that the mindfulness meditation has been studied in many clinical trials the overall evidence supports the effectiveness of meditation for various conditions including now, I'm going to get right into different med meditations in a second, but some of them, of what they help anyway, of what meditation helps is stress, anxiety, pain, depression, insomnia, high blood pressure. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Meditations can help you experience thoughts and emotions with greater balance and acceptance. Meditation can also or has also been uh, shown to improve attention, right? Because you're obviously in the moment with somebody, you're blocking off those thoughts for a second and you're just like, no, I'm just going to focus on my five senses and I'm just going to stay here. Decreased job burnout. That's 100% true. I can tell you right now that's a fact because... Time seems to go faster, in my opinion, when you are in the moment and you're constantly doing something. Because if you're constantly doing something in the moment and you're constantly aware of your surroundings and what is happening, time just seems to go quicker. If you're, if you're there and you're stuck at work, let's say, And you're just thinking about when you're going to get off. You're just thinking about when's lunch break. You're just thinking about, oh, my God, like time is going so slow. Well, yeah, time is going to go slow if you think like that. I definitely I suggested just for that reason alone, just try it. You know, once you focus on really just staying in the moment and being in the moment and using all five senses. If you practice that at work and you try to get those thoughts out of your head, because they're going to come, of course. Like I said, we're human beings. Actually, that was really good saying. We are. What is it? We are not human beings. Experiencing a spiritual. I can't. All right, I just fucked it up. I'm sorry. Human beings living a uh, spiritual experience or having a spiritual experience. We're actually spiritual beings having a human experience. Okay, that's what I wanted to say. What? Yes, exactly. Thank you, Dix. Absolutely. We are definitely spiritual beings. All right. So to break it down even further. Some of the ways to practice mindfulness. Pay attention. 
some of these seem so simple, but they're really not. But pay attention. It's hard to slow down and notice things in a busy world. Try to take the time to experience your your environment with all your senses, like we were just talking about. Touch, sound, sight, smell, and taste. For example, when you eat a fair food, take the time to smell, taste, and truly enjoy it. How many times can we actually say that we do that? How many times, like, especially if we're starving, let's say. Or it's like a Netflix and chill night or whatever it is. And you just get, you know, pizza, you get Chinese, you get, you just cook something really nice. You're talking, you're having a conversation as you're eating. You're watching a movie and you're on your phone. That's not mindfulness at all. You're not in the moment at all. Um, and before you even know it, whatever you just ate is is gone. And you're like, oh, I guess I just ate something. I mean, maybe the first bite tastes good, but it's kind of the same thing as far as like I heard a, a good example too, like um, washing dishes. Okay, so I'm not I'm not talking about a dishwasher. You can kind of use a dishwasher too, but this is just one of the one of the many, many, many examples of mindfulness. Okay, so if you're doing your dishes, most of the time you walk to the sink, you're just like, this fucking sucks. I got to do dishes. Let me do them as fast as possible. You're washing the dishes. You have 18 thoughts going on in your head. Who knows what? You're just you're all over the place with thoughts. You're thinking this. What do I got to do next? What do I got to do tomorrow? What do I got to do this? Blah, blah. Dishes are done. However long that took. And you continue moving on to the next thing where you're not going to be mindful at all. You know, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. That you're not actually there. You're not, you're not like, you're not grounded. I say it all the time. Just be grounded. Just be with yourself. Just be in the moment and just be present. That's that's what it's about. That's that is the practice. And yes, the practice is holding off thoughts at times. But holding off thoughts is a lot easier when you're actually focusing your thoughts and energy onto something else. So I know this may seem lame, but I'm telling you, this is a perfect mindfulness practice. If you go up to your sink and you have the dishes in your sink, you really take the sponge and you literally feel the sponge like you feel the texture of the sponge and you notice it. You're aware of it. You put the soap on. Oh, that's a different texture. Look at that. Oh, look at the smell. I smell the soap. The soap smells really good. Okay, let me use the water. Oh, that feels nice on my skin. I can feel maybe it's a little bit hot. You know, let me just put it a little bit warmer. Or a little bit colder. Okay, now let me pick up this dish. Oh, wow, that dish is kind of you know heavier than I thought. Or maybe this needs to be scrubbed. Okay, now I'm using the other thing, and it's another texture. And you're scrubbing it, and you're you know going up up and down with the dish. And then you're rinsing it, and then you feel another sensation. And you smell the soap in a different way. And then you're putting them away, and you dry your hands. And just that exercise, I would say, an exercise, because that's how I was taught it, is training your thoughts to be in the moment and only pay attention to the five senses at that time, at that exact moment. So, which is the next one? Live in the moment. Okay, well, that says it all. I have this moment in Italian tattooed on my arm. Uh, You know, I'm not fucking around with this shit. You know, this moment, this moment. That's why when people ask me, like, what does that say? Because it's in Italian. This moment. And I just stop for a second and their face stops for a second. I'm just like, this moment is all we have. This moment is all we have. Everything else is just like mentally in our brain, like what we remember or what we're thinking about is going to happen. That didn't happen yet. Life is in the moment. That's why all the. Buddhist teachings and all the fucking uh, gurus and all the um, I can't think of the other one the uh, the Indian guru types whatever the fuck they're called it'll come to me that's what it's all about and that's also why they meditate all the time to continuously stay in that moment mystics okay yeah mystics that wasn't the world that the word that i was thinking of but that's definitely a good one as well i can't believe i can't think of it um 
Oh, the yogis. That's what I was going to say. The yogis. <coughs> okay, so this is a big one. Accepting yourself. Treat yourself the way you would treat a good friend. Well, ain't that some shit? That is probably the, the most simple thing written on here and probably like the most important. Accepting yourself. I talk about accepting yourself all the time. Diggs, actually, you even probably heard me say it before. Or if you're listening to recorded shows, I'm sure you heard me say accepting yourself because I talk about accepting yourself as far as like if I'm talking about addiction. Okay, I have to accept myself for being a recovering addict. I have to accept myself for knowing that I can't just have one beer and be okay. I can't just have one drink and be okay. I have to accept for myself that that is not possible because I am an addict and I am also a recovering addict. I got to always put that in front. I am a recovering addict. Mental health. I talk about it all the time. Mental health. The stigma, breaking the stigma. Okay, how do you break the stigma? Acceptance. Acceptance. Society is going to look at you a certain way. People are going to instantly think that you're crazy. As soon as you hear mental illness, you're, you're crazy, right? I think I just talked about that yesterday. You're never going to do this. You're ne never going to have this. Okay, well, check this out. I'm on seven medications. And I have five or whatever diagnosis. And I'm never going to let a stigma hold me down. And I'm definitely not going to let people tell me my limitations. No fucking way. Or society to tell me my limitations, for that matter. Absolutely, absolutely not. Never will happen. So I accept for myself that I have bipolar and you know PTSD, depression, anxiety, whatever it is. But now I'm going to still make moves in my life as best as I can and whatever I possibly can do and keep it moving. If that's going back to school or a job or a relationship or whatever it is, like I'm not going to let anybody tell me different. So accept yourself is definitely a part of mindfulness as well. But it's it's just so important overall for everything. Accept yourself. I don't care who you are, what you are, whatever. Gen you are, religion you are, any of that. Accept yourself. Focus on your breathing. Breathing is definitely very important and, and vital when it comes to mindfulness. A lot of meditations, actual meditations, they do tell you to breathe. Or, um, you know, breathe very deep and slow and focus on your breath, which is also a mindfulness practice by itself because your thought, your thoughts and energy are focused onto the actual breath. Now, to me, listen, I'm no yogi. I'll tell you that. That shit is hard as hell to me. And I always got frustrated when I tried to meditate in the old-fashioned way of meditation. And they just say, focus on the breath. And, you know, a million other thoughts come in. And I'm just like, shit, like, I can't get rid of these thoughts. Well, I also learned that the thoughts are actually part of meditation. And you just, the practice is... When the thought comes in, you just let it flow through. And a thought comes in, and you just let it flow through. Instead of a thought comes in, oh shit, now I'm stuck on this thought. I'm not, oh shit, I'm not breathing. Oh, I'm not paying attention to my breath. Oh, I just fucked up meditation. And now this thought is like even more intense. It's, you know, a fight that you have with your boyfriend or something like that. That's exactly what you don't want to do. That's the opposite of it. So I can't really say that I'm the greatest at that, but... Focusing on your breath is important, but more important than focusing on your breath is actually just breathing really slow and deep. Sometimes people with anxiety, especially, and panic, but sometimes when it gets to panic, it's too late. But people with high anxiety, they don't even realize the last thing that they're even focusing on is their breathing. And their breathing's so shallow. I've noticed it with myself so many times. Like it. The more anxiety that I have, I'm breathing so shallow. It's almost like I'm not breathing at all. And then I get some, you know, five or six really deep, slow breaths and like counting on these on the breaths. 
And 50% of my anxiety is better just because I'm breathing. Like I'm actually getting oxygen into my body. Like that's how important it is. That's why yoga is so important. The breathing aspect of yoga, because not only are you just doing stretches and exercises and, you know, working out and, and that whole thing, uh, keeping balance is very important. But on top of that, it's incorporated with the breathing. That's why the yoga instructor will always say, don't forget to breathe or don't forget to breathe. Breathe deeper. Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> so body scan meditation is one of the meditations. I know we're almost out of time. I would say look up body scan meditations. Uh, it's actually one of my personally my favorite one. It's um, also called guided meditation. It's basically when you are having somebody tell you what to do. So now you're listening to the voice. You're not just trying to do it yourself, like with some music or in silence. You're having a voice, a guided meditation, tell you, okay, tense up your right shoulder. Tense it up for five seconds. Tense it, tense it. Okay, now let it go. Okay, tense up your left shoulder. Or did I say left already? Your right shoulder. Tense it, tense it. Okay, now let it go. Okay, now your chest. Now your stomach, now your thigh, you know, whatever it is. And then before you know it, you just did a whole meditation and you're in the moment because you're listening to somebody tell you what to do and you're focusing all your energy on exactly that. And at the same time, it actually makes you feel really, really relaxed because when you're doing the tense and, and relaxation for your whole body, it actually feels really good afterwards. Sitting meditation is kind of what we talked about already. Uh, walking meditation is kind of what I was talking about, um, but in the car. So get out of the car and now walk, okay? And they say actually the best way to do this is barefoot, but you know if you don't want to look crazy with your neighbors or whatever, like and just walk around barefoot, I understand. But the reason why barefoot is because you feel more grounded and you actually feel the bottom of your feet touch the pavement or the ground or the dirt or whatever it is, um, which is one of your main se senses that you would do when you're walking. But even if you have shoes on, sneakers on, whatever, it's still going to be, you're still going to feel something when you're walking. So I'm just saying like paying attention to your five senses as you're walking is walking meditation. That's what it is because you're noticing things that you never noticed before. You're noticing the birds, you're noticing a, you know, a, an actual, kind of car that went by that you like or a license plate you just noticed or you know people or you know whatever it is squirrels if you live in the country like squirrels running by it's just all parts of staying in the moment and to me honestly i gotta say that it's helped me and I just that's why I want to talk about it because anything that's helped me if it's addiction mental health pride coming up mindfulness DBT whatever it is I'm gonna try to share what I know and like I say all the time my experience strength and hope and my thoughts views and opinions and that's it because I'm not a professional, but I'm just talking from what I learned, from what I was told, and from what I actually do day to day, that helps me. And to me, it's kind of all tied in together. If you really break it down, I mean, I try to switch it up and talk about different things. Five days a week, it's, you know, it's hard to like, get all different topics and stuff. But addiction for me, is completely tied into mental health, which is completely tied into mindfulness. So, I mean, it's just like when I'm, when I'm bringing these shows, it's exactly what it is. It's just, it's my life and I'm doing it on a podcast and hopefully people will hear, listen and get something out of it. And since we are out of time, Diggs, I appreciate you, bro. Good luck, man. Have a good night. And before we go, I just got to leave you with this quote because we were talking about mindfulness and staying present. Change how you see and see how you change. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, please hold your applause. Please hold your applause. That's how I'm going to end the show. I'll see you guys tomorrow. 9 p.m. Have a good night, Diggs. 
everybody take care and i will see you then 9 p.m don't miss it this is only a test